What's up guys, Sunday, took myself out for a longer run today, I've actually been running a bit more mileage, not like crazy amount, um, which I've sort of got something to, I guess, get off my chest a little bit in a second, but um, yeah, I've, I've pushed the mileage a little bit, anyone that jumps on Strava will see there's been a couple of days where I might be doing eight miles in the morning, eight miles that night and that's it's not really a double that I would usually do but I'm I'm also doing those runs at and um, the pace would be well under eight or sorry well over seven minute mile and I'm averaging like 745 per mile which anyone that knows me and follows my training would know I do not run at 745 per mile like ever I'm like a 6.30, 6.40 per mile guy, but obviously I've, it, it, it came across my attention maybe like a month ago and I've been talking about it for the last month that we're dropping to one session a week and we're, we're going to try to push the mileage up. Um, I also told you I read about the Japanese training and, and like 100, and, let's say I tried to build my mileage to 130 mile per week and I tried to um get let's say three or four weeks at 130 mile per week in this next three months before like the if i do a half marathon in june and before like if i did high gear 10k in july so that would be like another um three to four weeks of the highest mileage that i've ever done essentially um now the the way to go about that i was thinking about this on my run last night i went and did an eight mile run last night and 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 me and Haas would have similar views on like how to progress mileage and i might actually progress it a bit more aggressive than Haas, but my aggressiveness would still stay below probably like a 10 to 15 percent increase per week and the 10 percent rule assumes that you're going to keep everything else that week the same but if you if you think about it logically i'm removing a session per week i'm slowing the speed of my runs down so i don't think it's crazy to think okay it's if i run 90 mile last week which i did and then this week i ran 97 i think or 98 that's less than a 10 percent increase and i slowed the speed of my runs down and I took a session out. Um, so if I went next week and ran 110, which is probably like an 11 or a 12% increase, you know, it wouldn't be that aggressive. But the way I looked at this would be something like I would probably go um, 90, um, 105, let's say, um, then we might go 112 and then we might go 120 and that's over a four week period and then i'm i'm writing this down here then you draw a line and then you'd probably have a down week you, but, but your down week if you've just run 120 miles your down week could still be like 95 right and and that's i actually i don't really believe in down weeks at all like, I, I think the body, th this is the problem with the body. It adjusts to a 10 to 15% increase per week pretty, pretty well, pretty quickly, if you're sensible about it, if you listen to your body. But the problem with down weeks 
is you can't go back to nine. Let's say let's say you have a down week. Let's say you go, you did 90, 105, 112, 120, and then you go 70, right? That's fine. Like, yes, you're going to recover. There's going to be parts of your body that might have been tired and, and they're going to recover a little bit too. But that's seven days instead of averaging probably like 17 miles a day, you average 10 miles a day. Then what do you do the week after that? Is the week after that 120 again? Impossible. You can't do that. That's how I got hurt in 2016. You can't go 120 back to 70. Your body starts getting used to 70 again, and then you go back to 120. So actually, what I probably prefer to do would be 90, 105, let's say 110, 120. Then maybe you back you go back down to like 95, which it's still 25 miles a week less, um, which is still like two and a half miles a day, or sorry, it's even more than that actually, like 25 miles divided by, it's nearly three to four miles a day less than what you were doing. And then that's like your down week. So it could even be like 90, like it doesn't have to be 95, let's say it's 90. Um, and then what my intentions would be, would be to go instead of like starting at 90, now you can start at 105, which was which was actually week two of the progression before, but now it's your week one. So you've got 90, 105, 112, 120. Your down week is 90, which was week one. Um, and now you're going 105, let's say you go 115, and then you go like 120, even 120 is fine. And then your final week might be like 125 to 130. Again, you draw a line and then you have your down week. At this point, your down week can still probably be 95. Um, that's a bit of a down week. And, and I say a bit of a down week. Like, I don't know in the professional running world that that many people have like big down weeks. I drop in the week by 50%. Um, I think it's more like like 20%, you know, like 20 to 25%. Take a bit of the edge off. There's more you can do in the down week that perhaps you you might not usually do i.e you can take the sting out of the intensity of sessions so you can still have a relaxed week a relaxed attitude but i think one of the issues and one of the places where people get hurt is when they take a bit of a break and then they come back off a break and they find that running makes them really sore so actually a down week can work similar like if every fourth week or fifth week you're dropping the mileage by 50 percent your body then has to readjust to training again basically and and I don't think you want that readjustment every every like four or five weeks um so that was one two three four five six seven eight nine weeks and you've hit 130 mile a week now why on earth did I just explain all of that or any need to um somebody I blows my mind like somebody um like tweets or whatever and you know says like that, that essentially like I contradict myself and, and I know I do like this is this is part of like life this is part of like I was trying to think of like a stupid example of like contradicting yourself and it would be a bit like everybody's heard of a streaming box before and you can sell your streaming box as the best effing box in the world this thing's brilliant you know it cost me 50 quid I get all these channels I get all these movies you're selling it to your mate so hard one day you're like go buy it it's brilliant you'll you'll love it Three days later, you're watching the Chelsea game and because the internet's being a bit funny or because the streaming box decides not to work that day, you rip the fucking thing apart. You know, you, you, 
you say, what a piece of shit, like we're getting cable, F this, stupid streaming box, blah, blah, blah. That is life, right? Life, you're going to contradict yourself. So when I'm vocally talking nearly every day or every other day, God forbid every now and again, I'm going to contradict myself. And it's not, it's not that like my mind or my um, opinions like change. Perhaps just some days I don't say something how I really feel. Like, and and we, all, we all do that, right? So maybe I'm talking, I'm in the zone or whatever, and I'm rambling and I say something and, and I don't listen to these back. I don't, I don't, there's no second takes. What, what I say right now in this next 20, 25 minutes, this gets published. It's raw. It's whatever I've said. It is what it is. It's also documenting my life to try to be as good a runner as I possibly can be. So it's honest, it's raw, it's emotional. It is, it, it is me. It, if, if I wake up and I decide that I don't believe, I don't believe in double runs anymore. Say that's what I wake up and I think, I think to myself, do you know what? Like we've ran 2.14 to 2.15, but I actually ran 2.17 for a marathon two years ago when I was really heavy and like just back eight months. So maybe my progression isn't actually as good as I think it should be. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe I should try to implement something else. I'm not a world-class athlete already. If I was a world-class athlete already, documenting everything I'd done to be a world-class athlete, well then there probably would be far less contradictory statements or, but the, the problem with right now is I'm going to be learning on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, I'm going to spend time around athletes that are going to inspire me and I'm going to think, guys, I need to tell you about this. And can I just say, it's very new and unprecedented for this to be done. Um, and so it, it kind of fucked me off a little bit that I'm like taking abuse about like like possibly contradicting myself. And, and the contradiction was uh, supposedly I said... I'm going to go from 90 to 130 mile a week, which I did say, but perhaps I didn't draw out how I would do that and, and in a safe way how I would do that. But I would assume if you guys listen and you've listened enough by now, you would know that I'm not a fucking idiot and I'm not going to encourage, nor am I going to do it myself, go from running 90 miles this week to 130 next week which is the same reason why I don't believe in down weeks, which is the same reason why I preach about taking it easy. And I, I asked my girlfriend when she came in the room earlier, did I tell people that it's okay to go from 90 to 130 mile a week, assuming that's essentially in a one week period? And I don't even think I said that, nor am I, nor am I listening back because I don't need to, like, sometimes I am going to make mistakes and that's fine. I don't need to listen back to see I move forward. That's the whole point of this. The whole point is to keep moving forward and not to dwell on yesterday or last week or whatever, whatever. Um, but her reply to me, my girlfriend was, um, I can't remember, but I also remember you telling the person that was trying to build their mileage to like 40, 50 mile per week that they could go 30, 31 the following week, 32 the next week, back to 30 back to 31, back to 32, up to 33, blah, blah, blah. So I think if you guys know me well enough, listen enough, you'll know that like I do, I do place a big emphasis on careful progression. Um, 
but that's just me. I don't even know if that's right, you know? Like, like I, I was lucky to be introduced to these Japanese guys over the last month. Um, and really, and then I got to watch Tokyo Marathon and it just blows my mind. And maybe I'm wrong, you know? At no point during this have I, if I already knew the answer, I, I promise you I would not be running 2.14.30. I'd be running 2.10 already and I'm not. So all any piece of advice that I give you can only be based on what took me from a guy that was playing rugby, smoking, retired, got back into the sport, used his knowledge from the previous, before the retirement and used the knowledge that I gained over the last two years to be as consistent and as solid as I've been in the last probably eight to 10 months, which includes the 2.15 at London where it was super hot, which includes a 2830 and 10K on the track, which includes winning the national championships, you know, which just includes a very solid dude um, who also then went to Houston and, and even with the problems I had there going the wrong way and I still ran 2.14.30. So, I can I can tell you and and I do on a daily basis how I got to here, but the fact that I want to be better and the fact that I want to be world class, I don't know what it takes to be world class. I I don't. If I'm telling you the truth, I I think I have an idea, but very very lucky to be introduced to these um, Japanese guys to look after them on a daily basis to talk to their coach and to spend time with them. Absolutely brilliant people. Just. Just love being alive, um, pure and simple, um, and, and it, which kind of fucking pisses me off. I think this is why this Twitter thing pissed me off the most, because just fucking chill out, just just smile, just be happy, just like, don't don't pick holes in something that doesn't need holes to be picked in it. Um, I'm sharing my opinion for listeners, and I hope there's some sense in it. I don't even need to be as careful with what I say as I am. You know, I always swear by the prehab. I always overemphasize recovery because I care about what my opinion might mean. I don't want to start selling people like these stupid ideas. But truth of the matter is, how I ran 217 after 13 weeks was I worked really fucking hard. And I, I went from not running at all for eight months to my first week was 70 miles. Now explain that to me in scientific terms. And then my week two was 80. Or I think I went 60, 65, 60, 70, 80, 90, 105. You know, like that's not science. That's not the 10% rule. I just got on with it. I just got stuck in. So who are we to say that we know or don't know? You know, like, like it's... I don't know, we're not, if you look at the, the I, I know I keep coming back to the bloody Japanese, but the Japanese in terms of depth are phenomenal right now. You need to run 211, under 211 just to get into their trial. Now, I don't think an Irish person has ever ran under 211 on a, on a record eligible course. Never, it's never been done. Um, John Treacy did it on on the Boston course, which is point to point, and if it gets a tailwind, it can be very fast. It also drops more than 150 feet in elevation, and it's not a legal course. It's a fucking phenomenal race, no matter what way you want to justify why somebody ran 209. It's incredible. And we're talking about it really should be a legal course because it's still a pretty difficult course, but it's not. 
So, but the fact that the Japanese, just to get into their marathon trial, you need to run under 211. Well, my ears prick at this because we are, we are stuck right now. Like we're stuck with guys running from, from my speed 214 to like, maybe I think actually I seen on, um, Twitter something about Strava. I think I think the masses in Northern Ireland and, and Ireland are doing better than what like the elites are doing. Um, like the the average speed of what everybody's running and racing at is faster in the masses um, than it is like in the UK. Like that's Northern Ireland and Ireland, which is fucking brilliant. But it's not doesn't help the elites up front catch up this difference between two fourteen to probably 217 is the range that we're operating in right now to try to get that down under 210 um now when i because i maybe the reason i've got to where i have is because i'm just willing to adapt and change and i'm not stubborn about hanging on put it this way if you told everybody if you if it was if it came out on the news today that if you run your long run on a saturday in fact, that's not what they're going to say. They're going to say, um, amazingly, over the last 10 years, the Swiss have got better at marathon year on year and they've adapted a new training technique that they do a long run on a Saturday and they practice yoga on a Sunday. How many people that hear that message will actually think, fuck me, they're on to something, I'm going to do that? Very few, because we're so stubborn and stuck in our own way and what we do works for us and 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 most people are happy with that i'm not happy with my current results and so when i'm told that the japanese have to run under 211 to get into their trial and then i look a bit more into what they do and i realize they run anything from 180 mile a week to 230 mile a week you know absolutely crazy for us we think that's crazy and i also read let me let me read this statement to you um, and, and, and this really hit home with me because I think it's so true. Um, the statement basically suggests it was, it was in a, it was in a message board thread. Um, I had, I had, I had read this thread, um, I'm, I'm reading through it and I, a coach like chats, you know, like someone, someone within the message board thread talking about Japanese running knew a coach and they reached out to the coach and this is what it says. Thanks for contacting me. This is a very impressive thread and with just a quick glance, I don't know how much more I can contribute. This is the thread that I was reading about the 180 mile a week, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it says, when I first came to the US in 1980, there was this, in brackets, loser Japanese student at the same school. He visited my dorm room on the first day asking some help from me in, select in selecting classes. I asked him, what's your major? And he, he responded, oh, I came to the US to study English, he said, the student. Okay, take as many English classes as you can, I suggested. The, the, the boy's response, but that's too boring, he muttered. And basically, this is the coach now saying, I see this trend in this country when we talk about Japanese training. There's no secret to it. The secret is not in rice or raw fish they eat, nor pickled cucumber or a huge green salad. They run a lot. They run a lot of slow distance at times based on the sound principle, mainly the Lydiardism. And they also run in their minimalist shoes. We pretty much know these as facts, but not too many in this country want to follow it. That's America, but like, I'm sure we're going to fucking agree that that's the same in Ireland and the UK, etc., etc. I have almost a month worth of 
uh, Chugoku Electronics, where the coach coaches a team of about 12 runners that includes five sub 210 runners down in Nelson, New Zealand for a training camp. They do a 40 to 45k tempo once every 10 days, one interval like session, 10 by 1k or 3 by 5k once every 10 days or so. The rest of the time we're running three times a day, 60 minutes in the morning, jog, 90 minutes in the afternoon, jog, 60 minutes in the evening, jog, every day, which is eight minute mile and plus for these guys that break two hours, 10 minutes. And, and then he says, every day, how much more simple can it be? The question, how many, the question, the question should be, how many American coaches and runners actually accept this fact and try to do something like this? Or would they say, this is too much slow running, we need more speed work, we, meet, we need more tempo runs, we, meet, we need more LT runs, we need AT runs, we need hill sprints. We know how the Japanese train, we simply refuse to do it. Now, he goes on to talk about a, an example of a guy who goes to Japan and basically he has a breakthrough and he runs 209, I think his PB before was like 213. Um, and, and he complains that he's tired all the time and that he needs to do speed work to get faster. He goes home to America, freshens up, does his speed work and never runs under 210 again. Um, and, and I just find that like, it's, it's fascinating that we, now we all know this. Everyone that just listens to my podcast today knows this. If you didn't know it before, the Japanese run a lot, pure and simple. Um, it's like they're willing to slow everything down and I, this is how I imagine it. I imagine we all go for a run, myself included, and I come back to the car and I finish an eight mile run four minutes ahead of this Japanese guy that can break 210. Anyway, four minutes later, he comes to the truck and he, he mutters something like, oh, are you finished already? And off he goes and he probably comes back 30 minutes later and he's finished and then I put my feet up for the rest of the day, having done my eight mile run at 6.30 per mile. And he goes out again that afternoon and then goes out again that night. And I don't even know who ends up more tired at the day because actually it's running fast that sometimes tires you out. Um, but look, this is, this is a lot to take in. This is a locking on. I'm not, I'm also careful. Um, I don't rush into things. I plan things out. Um, I speak to my coach. We've we've definitely planned to run more mileage. Um, I don't think Rome was built in a day. I think the Japanese are born into a culture that runs a lot and runs slowly. But if I can take any two things away from all, everything I've read about the Japanese, and you're probably looking at five or six hours worth of reading, just reading, reading, reading. It's not the first time I've researched them, but it's the first time I've researched them and thought, right, I need to change something. Um, and, and the two things that I took away from it was I need to slow down a lot um, and I need to run more. And it's, and it's that simple. Um, I, I finish these two eight mile runs. I do eight mile in the morning. I do eight mile at night. And I can't just help but think easiest training day in a long time. Um, just because the speed of the runs are slower, it's not beating my body up as much. I'm not like, I'm not as exhausted. Um, I guess slightly off topic. Um, as always, thanks like thanks so much for the people that do tune in and the people that um, gain something from it. Like, can I can I do? 
I kind of got annoyed earlier about the Twitter thing. And, and I think what annoys me the most is somebody sort of suggesting that I'm perhaps encouraging people to do something that would get them hurt. And and I, I kind of wanted to retweet it. And I, I in the back of my mind, I knew there might be 20 to 30 people that jumped in my defense because I don't think I encourage people to do stupid things. If you want to be better at running and you think by listening to my podcast can help you do that, I, I can only preach to listen to it all because I might say something one day and I've never thought about this, you know, nor did I think I had to think about this. Like I didn't ever think that I had to be careful with what I said on a daily basis just in case somebody only listened to one and thought a 90 mile runner can start running 130 mile a week. And actually, given the fact that I didn't fucking specify a timeline, that runner can do that. Um, if you can handle 90 mile a week, it seems like you're a pretty durable person. And if you slow things down, if you skip a session, if you get massage, you, you absolutely can get to 130 mile a week. Um, you might have to take a lot of the quality out. You might need to slow shit down. It might take you a year to do it, but it's, it's, a, it's a manageable feat. And I think I replied to this guy and I got a bit emotional, which pisses me off too. And I sort of just was chatting shit about, yeah, apologies, the um, podcast doesn't help you. And then at the end I wrote um, something along the lines of like, if I do believe it's possible for a 90 mile a week runner to get to 130 mile a week, but with your attitude, you'll never get there. And I want to, <laughs> the reason I said that is because like, I, I just think we can't, why are we jumping on people for possibly I made one mistake in one of my podcasts or several um but don't jump on people for doing that like like that's where we're just ridiculous see when I drop see when I, I pick these Japanese guys up to go train them and they thank me every single time that I pick them up they they, they give me gifts the last time I picked them up they gave me a, a Tokyo 2020 pen and 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 then when I when I train with them, I'm depressed out of my mind after hills because it's killed me and I'm exhausted and, and they're smiling and their thumbs are up. And then I drop them home and I I probably check my phone. I've I've parked the car, I check my phone, I set my phone down. Sometimes in the in the past I had to redo the map to get back because I sort of didn't know the area that they lived in. Um anyway, five minutes might pass, and every single time they wait and smile and wave and say thank you again. And I just think like, what an incredible bunch of people, like no matter what they achieve in their running success, success, and these are really good guys, they're, they're better than me, they run 340 for 1500, um, 62, I think 20 for the half marathon and similar, similar 10K PB. Um, but these kids, are, they're still college kids, they're just learning different systems. Um, but no matter what they achieve in their running success, they're just really nice and happy people. Um, and, and you know, like I, I, I emailed the lady back that emailed me from Australia and she was like, hey, Stephen, come down under and train. And, and that was really, really nice of her. And like she talked about like maybe I had inspired or helped her. Um, and, and one thing that just the last thing I want to say is I, I emailed her back and I thanked her and and I, I said, you know, good on you for sticking with running. Like, it can definitely be a cruel mistress. And then I thought about it. And I thought, you know what? Running's not the cruel mistress. It's, it's our heads. Running doesn't do anything fucking wrong ever. Running is just running. It's one foot in front of the other. Some days you feel good. Some days you feel shit. 
but it's the mental torture that we put in our own heads that is the cruel mistress. And we, we can choose not to do that, you know? We can choose to defend ourselves a bit better and, and just, I think we can learn a lot from the Japanese, um, plain and simple, um, both in terms of training. Um, and it's not for everybody, but everybody has different systems, Kenyans, Ethiopians, Americans. Um, Americans are Tuesday, Friday, 100 mile a week. Um, the Japanese just thought, why stop there? Um, and there you go. Um, so again, like a bit of ranting today. Fuck, I still haven't done Ask All Friday. Like I just bloody forgot about that, but I'm already at 28 minutes and I'm probably just a bit pissed off that someone was giving me crap on Twitter about like me contradicting myself and thought to myself, oh, I, it, well, it sent me in this path of ranting about something else. But I think I, I wanted to put into context about the mileage thing and like my thoughts on that and maybe where I was going with my own mileage and and maybe like little little tips that maybe could help you. Um, but yeah, I, I I do if I do if do if people do think that I encourage like force and training. At the end of the day, I truly believe our race results are a sum of all our training. So the goal should always be to train more. But sometimes training more means that we have to train smarter. It's not. It's not always more, harder, faster, etc., etc. Sometimes it has to be more, but easier, um, and and then more recovery, more stretching, the yoga, um, the prehab stuff, the rehab stuff, etc., etc. So look, guys, have a good day. Um, I hope I didn't moan and rant too much. I think I've swore a lot in this podcast. It's terrible, but I'm sitting in a little office room right now, looking up at the mountain in Flagstaff. And even though I was swearing about Flagstaff on my run this morning because of the wind, it is absolutely beautiful. Um, absolutely beautiful. But look, have a great day, guys. Thanks for listening, as always. Um, I I will jump on those Ask All Friday questions. I don't think there was as many as normal. Um, probably my fault for not tweeting about it. Um, but yeah, look, guys, have a good day. Bye, bye, bye for now.